0: United and Resilient, a podcast designed to help heal and support the El Paso community. Hello, I'm your host, Mariana Sierra, Outreach Coordinator for the El Paso United Family Resiliency Center, a program of United Way of El Paso County. We are dedicated to serve those who were impacted directly or indirectly by August 3rd. Join us on the journey to long-term recovery, as we have honest conversations with local leaders, mental health specialists, and fellow El Pasoans who share their stories and expertise. We feature topics that influence and impact the vitality and resilience of our community. We are El Paso United, and together we heal. Juntos Sanamos. Dear listener, before we begin, a note of warning. The topic we're about to explore contains a mention of the mass casualty event and a description of the events that unfolded thereafter. This episode may not be suitable for everyone. Hello, welcome back to another episode of United and Resilient. We're very happy you're joining us today. For this episode, we'll discuss how can physical health boost and improve our mental health. Throughout this conversation, we highlight one of our wonderful community partners, the YMCA of El Paso. Thanks to our partnership, FRC participants are eligible to receive free memberships and join fitness classes at their locations. Today, we welcome Bill Kuhn, President and CEO of the YMCA of El Paso. Bill, thank you so much for being here today. Welcome to United and Resilient.
1: Well. Thank you very much. And good morning. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing very, very well. I'm excited. Um, it's the morning, but I have a lot of energy, apparently. So I'm excited about that. Um, so, Bill, today I want to talk about, you know, physical activity since you guys are the YMCA. Uh, but before we do that, um, tell us a little bit about yourself, um, your experience. What is it that you do at the YMCA and all that good
1: stuff? <laughs> Well, thank you very much. Uh, I am the president and CEO of the YMCA of El Paso. Uh, I've, I am going almost 14 years back at the YMCA and eight years as CEO of the YMCA of El Paso. I've been in YMCA work for over 25 years, uh, started in my small town uh, in Oklahoma, where my college was as a roller skating guard. Yes physical activity we had friday night skate night there and so that was my first job with the YMCA and really I've I've gra- graduated up from there uh, got a bs in psychology i have got a family uh married two kids a uh, 37 year old and a 22 year old child uh just very active in the community i sit on the borderplex workforce i uh been very involved with the Sun Bowl organization, uh, just lo- local church. Just keep them busy every time I can go.
0: I love it. I love it, and I love that you say skating because I, <laughs> I, I'm a skater myself, so I love it.
1: <laughs> so, well, you again, know, I, 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 lived, I grew up in a small town in Oklahoma. Either you went roller skating or you sat on the street corner drinking beer. <laughs> I chose a nice one.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love that for you, Bill. All right, so Bill, as as many of you know already, if you've been listening to United and Resilient for a while now, we've talked about you know the wonderful partnerships that we have with uh, with community organizations here in El Paso, and the YMCA is one of them, and we're very very happy um, that we have them on board. So, Bill, can you tell us a little bit about what is this partnership about and What is it, the things that we do together for our community?
1: Absolutely. Let let me start out with this. Uh, I was in the area when the August 3rd shooting happened. I was at Mr. Shine Car Wash getting my car washed. Uh, And we got uh, sheltered in place at the car wash. And literally, our next stop was going to be the Walmart store. So me, me and my wife, in fact, my son was in town and Uh, Although he wasn't in the area, we had to go find him in the city and make sure he was taken care of. Uh, So this is near and dear to my heart, knowing what people went through uh, during the August 3rd craziness that happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we do a couple things with this program. Number one, we we host free classes for anyone uh, that's interested in becoming healthier, uh, becoming looking at. having a class Uh, and we do anywhere from martial arts to Zumba to chair aerobics mean all the needs and all the ages of our community because it was all ages that was affected by august 3rd so we do classes twice a week and we travel those classes travel around to the ymcas uh, and we host those throughout and you can follow our facebook page ymc of el paso el paso facebook page And you can follow those classes and find out where they are. But also we provide memberships to those uh, victims of August 3rd to where they could come in. And we really feel like working out is a benefit to depression, to anxiety, all that these individuals are going through. It's one step in their healing progress.
0: Right. I love that. It's one step in their healing process and it definitely boosts their, their healing journey. Correct.
1: Absolutely.
0: Um, yeah. And like I said, we're very, very excited and we're very happy that, to have you guys on board because, you know, you can see um, how those spaces light up whenever we say, hey, we have free memberships with the yeah. Y. Um, and they're like, oh, really? And they get excited because because they know that that it can definitely boost their mental health and their journey. So um, now, well, we understand, right, that uh, physical movement is crucial for our physical health. Um, Yet we understand that there are many other benefits that can um, many, many other benefits of physical activity. Right. And one of them being uh, boosting the positive effects of mental health. Uh, Why can body movement improve our mental health, Bill?
1: Well, you know, what? first off, when, when you go work out your endorphins, those are the pleasure chemicals in your brain. They get right. released into the system, just like when you laugh really hard, those endorphins release, uh, and so that's the first thing. So if you're if you're anxious or depressed, those help <laughs> kind of overtake that area. Also, you know, right. of course, I mean, it's not a fix one one thing fixes all, but you go work out, you just feel much, so much better for yourself. It's a it's a self esteem issue also. You go work out, and, you know, what I encourage people to do, don't go try to lift 500 pounds in your Mm -hmm. first workout. Many people do that. We see that happen. They join the Y, they join a club, and they go and kill themselves. And the next two days, they can't even move because they're so sore. And we say, wait, stop. Don't do that. Ease back into the workout so that you're not killing yourself. You can walk the next day or move your arms the next day. And you build up to that 500 pounds, you know. So, you know, if you work out, you improve your sleep because your body's more tired. Part of this is making your body tired, making you physically tired. We know these victims are mentally tired because their minds are racing and all. And to help sleep calms them down and helps them really, really uh, wake up with a better mood, Uh, better endurance, stress relief. I mean, you go into workout and it just releases that stress, that frustration. If it's walking, if it's uh, on a treadmill, if it's punching bag. People love punching bags, by the way, because that that's kind of a <laughs> A plus B equals. I get stress release because i met, I personally looked at that, you know, per, punching bag as that person. Uh, it increases your energy and your stamina. You know, yeah. well, I I'm so tired, but it really does increase that energy. Uh uh weight reduction, which who do, who of us do not want the weight reduction part <laughs> right. of life? You know, and 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 that's what working out does. It truly does keep all of that going on. It reduces your cholesterol, improve your cardiovascular fitness. It just helps the overall body.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly. And it it, it they go i see them as they go together right we always say hand. hand in hand yes um we always say here at the frc you know that mental health is equally as important as physical health therefore physical health is equally as important as mental health um and one of the things that you mentioned right now that um it sparked interest in me you know people go in the first day and they're like yes i'm gonna lift i don't know how many pounds And I guess a lot of it comes from what we see in, I don't know, movies or, you know, what we see from others that they're doing. Uh, But I guess, at least for me, what's worked is really understanding what are my likes and my interests and how I can engage. So what would be the best way to get started for anyone that's listening and they're like, yeah, I've been thinking about it, but I start and then I go one week and then all of a sudden I stop working out for two months, what would you say to those people who, who face those very, very, very uh, common (laughs) issues? (laughs) I know we call
1: them the ready to be fit crowd. We're, we're all there somewhat, you know, only 30% of the population will sit there and actively go to the gym every time. And the 70% of us are kind of the ready to be fit and kind of struggle to attend and go back and forth. Number one, get a tour. See what that facility has. Uh, if 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 you hate running on a treadmill, skip the treadmill area. Don't go there. That's right. just crazy because it, it, it can be boring. Now, some people love the treadmill. They'll bring a book. They'll bring a tablet where they have their earphones in. They'll watch a movie. And they get lost at that movie. And they've walked 10 miles before they even realize that. <clears throat> Find your interest, what you love to do. Is it Zumba? Is it swimming? Is it working out with weights? Is it playing basketball? Is it playing racquetball? Is it something like that? Find out what you're interested in and get involved. That's number one. Number two, find a support system. We belong in the YMCA. We have friends. We have people that, that we meet in the gym, wherever it is in the gym. And they encourage us to go back, they hold us accountable. The accountability is so huge. And it's, you know what, it's, it's, you know, we think this accountability is a big thing, but it's really not, you know, I wanna go see my friend, that's accountability. Or they expect me there, that's accountability. I, I was walking through one of my facilities, says, hey, our, I saw Angelo come in the other day and it's an old member that finally came back after COVID. And they were so excited to see their friend come back and I'm sure they're calling him to say, get back in the gym. And so that's accountability that we need that, that people miss us. Mm -hmm. And so that's a huge part and it's a commitment. It really is a commitment. It is that dedication. Your family has to be committed. You have to open that up. That's why it was important for me to add the family membership to part of this. If they have a family, the family can come in and work out together.
0: Right.
1: Kids can take swim lessons or jump in the pool. Dad can go work out in the weight room. Mom can go do Zumba. It's a family event. Because for really two reasons, why is number one, it's good when the family works out together. Number two, the family suffers through this whole process. Mm -hmm. And if we can build that up throughout the whole family, really, we're creating a whole family aspect to that.
0: Correct, correct. Um, I I, and I love what you say about support systems because I guess that's how I got started. Because I'm not gonna lie, I struggled with like working out for my whole life. Um, but once I found my little, you know, family fitness family, if you will, it was it was so much easier, and you know, it even like made you happy to go, and you know, oh, I'm gonna see my friends. It's not just like about uh, physical activities. Also, I'm going to see someone that I love that I care about, um, and also about like the family unit, right? Um, one of the things that I've seen, or I, as I was preparing for for this interview, is that sometimes, you know, a loved one, say, you know, your partner might be, hey, might tell you, hey, let's go work out, and maybe the the other person might feel offended or might feel, you know that they're trying to control the situation. So that's actually one of my next questions. How can family members, loved ones, you know, be encouraging a physical activity for someone without being, you know, offensive or trying to control the situation for this individual?
1: You know, it's, you know, it's, it's a discussion. It's a, it's a family time to say, hey, I need to do this for myself. Uh, It's encouraging the other family members to join them if they want to, but respect if they say no. And that's that, you know, the YMCA talks about character development values, respect, honesty, caring, uh, faith. So those are some values that we have to show each other in the gym, in our families, in every place we go. And it's, it's part of what we do. It's just open that line of communication and understand this is not about me being selfish. This is really me taking care of myself so I can take care of my family. And when we get ourselves out of the way and really seeing that it's really for the family, it's for our loved ones, that we better ourselves, not just for ourselves, but for the people around us, that's so important to us.
0: This is United and Resilient. We'll be right back.
2: Hi, my name is Lisa Sanchez. I am the co-host of the Buzz Adams Morning Show on KLAQ FM here in El Paso, Texas. On August 3rd, I was supposed to go to the gym. My gym is actually right across the street, almost from the Sierra Vista area. Uh, I go to... The, uh, the gym. It's like right off of kind of Geronimo and that area. So my normal routine on Saturdays is actually to go to the gym, usually like between like eight or nine ish, and then afterwards go and get groceries from uh, the Walmart. And so that day I was being super lazy and didn't want to wake up in the morning. So I actually texted my trainer and told him, Hey, I'm not going to come in Um, But if I do, I'll probably come at like 11 or 12-ish. And so he said, okay. And I got stayed home. I started making breakfast and I was going to leave for the gym. And that's when I first got the first phone call uh, asking if I knew what was going on. Obviously, being someone who is in the media i'm one of those people that a lot of my friends call and look to saying hey do you know exactly what's going on or what's happening so i got a lot of phone calls like that um had to call my parents which of course is always super scary just to tell them hey i'm fine nothing's happening and you know of course my parents asking me what's going on and what do you know um and from there is just a lot of confusion because a lot of people depending on who you were speaking to with a different news station or who with first responders that were just getting on scene or on their way down there. So we got a lot of different mixed messages, and uh, we were told we immediately needed to head down to the radio station, whoever was there um, or in the area so that they could start putting out alerts and start letting the people know in the public what was going on it was a lot of I think a lot of people wanted something to do to help and that was the one thing we kept asking people was you know to the first responders to firefighters and police officers that we knew is there anything you guys need um asking the food banks asking the uh, all of the people who help is there anything that you guys need and the one thing that we were just told is you can drop things off to certain places or you can go donate blood so we went through and that was the first thing that we did is we got together my roommate and i we went down to the store picked up a bunch of gatorades waters things like that took them to where the triage area was and then took them down to the salvation army and dropped them off, and at that point, you could already just see how much the community was coming together because of how long the line was of people that were waiting to just drop off supplies. And I think it was just uh, a lot of people in the community not really knowing what to do, but of course wanting to help because I think that's the El Pasoan kind of way is to help people as much as possible. And they just did the first thing they could. Um, that entire day, I think, was just very heartbreaking to watch, but also just to hear. A lot of my friends are first responders, so I did have to hear, you know, they did kind of tell me a few of the stories and it just broke my heart to not only know that that's something that happened to people in our community, but also that these friends of mine uh, are having to deal with those repercussions and for the weeks afterwards too. Just hearing, oh yeah, I'm still having nightmares, things like that. but that's why I think we all just kind of focused on the good the things that people did and the way that people continued to try and donate blood, the way that people continued to try and figure out where they could send the money so they could help people, continued to just ask and reach out. And I think honestly, the big thing was people were just checking up on each other. A lot of friends were. You know, just calling each other, saying, Hey, how are you? Are you okay? Did you know anybody? Where were you supposed to be that day? Where were you at that time? And I think that says a lot about El Paso as a community the way that everyone in that moment just kind of stopped what they were doing and was more worried about their neighbors and the people that they knew or thought or call acquaintances and the way that they were dealing with it. I think that speaks very strongly of this about the city of El Paso and the way that um, El Pasoans are going to deal with a tragedy. And I think since then, it's done, it's been a good way for people to come together. And I think that every year it definitely becomes a time of reflection. And I think the August 3rd tragedy was an absolute horrific day in our history as a city. But it is also a day that we're going to remember that united and brought the city together like never before.
0: I guess my next question bill is a little bit a little bit more complicated well I, at least i see it this way how if someone is is facing you know say depression i i'm gonna use the example of depression i know sometimes when you're facing depression it can be very very difficult to even just like s- stay out of bed um so how what if someone is facing depression or or heavy anxiety? How can they get started? How they can ease into it, and what will you say to to those to those individuals that are in this place and time?
1: Yeah, you know, depression and anxiety is a really tough issue, uh, and and as I have a B.S. in psychology, uh, and that's what I graduated from college with. Uh, there's just not a one fit fits all so right. you know my first thing is is just start moving mm-hmm. set realistic and honest goals with yourself I, I tell my 22 year old son that all the time he picked up a sport and he does successful, I think he can beat the big players and <laughs> I have to tell him, you can't do that and you got to set realistic goals and you know just move get outside your house and walk down the neighborhood mm-hmm. that's movement that's more than you did yesterday and we've got to get off our own backs we've got to give ourselves a break and when we do that and then we could go in and 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 you know walk the block and when you're ready to go out in public and you're ready to go out to the gym and if it's if you're worried about crowds if you're worried about things like that we have sometimes that you could go into the gym by yourself right you know, or or Sometimes you're mostly by yourself, you know, there's times that there's less people on treadmills or on the weight machines and don't go at five o'clock, six o'clock in the (laughs) afternoon or early morning, because that's when we're busy. Go at one or two Mm o'clock and that way you're comfortable. Talk with staff to help. It's, you know, what these bells and whistles on these machines and how do you move the weights and things like that is everybody has trouble with. Don't feel shy go up, I need a little help. that's also a self-esteem boost to you know ask for help that's self-esteem but when you learn that again you don't have to ask for that again. So there's so many things involved in just asking for help, learning that machine, getting on that, finding if you don't if you don't like the treadmill, get on a bike if you don't like the bike, get on a elliptical. there's so many things that you can do to help you do that. But it's one step at a time. Mm -hmm. Literally, that's all you can do is one step and be proud of when you take that one step.
0: Right. And actually, that's what I was going to say as well, because um, when I was struggling with something very, very similar to what I'm saying, I would tell myself, hey, the hardest thing to do right now is just that first step. So once I do that first step, like maybe walking around or walking my dogs something, it's going to be the easy part, right? It's just that one little step. And if I can overcome that one little step, then I, I'm going to be okay. Um, And then also, and I want to emphasize on this a little, I know you, you mentioned it earlier, but really finding was what is fun for you because I would, I would always, I don't know, stay in a little box of like, okay, I'm going to do uh, so many minutes of cardio, and then after that, I'm gonna do this machine, and then this other, and like that. But then I realized that when I was little, I loved dancing. I love love dancing, and I used to dance. I was a violinist for, uh, I think I it was more than ten years. I think I went for twelve to thirteen that I did professional ballet. And I was like, wait, I like this. I actually like this. So why do I try to? you know, stay in a little box of like doing cardio. And then, like I said, why don't I do something that I actually enjoy? And that's what I do right now. And they're like, Oh, you, you take uh, adult ballet classes. I'm like, yes. And that's what I do for exercise. And it makes me so, so happy, you know, to put my little like uh, point shoes and my ballet shoes. And it makes me so, so happy. And I think back to, you know, Mariana from, you know, five years ago that would just like try to go to the gym and stay you know, and do what a lot of people do, and they work it works for them, right? But it didn't work right. for me. So it was really that process of of getting to know myself and listening to my own body and being like, "Oh, okay, this works for me." At least that's what I really want for the audience to take from this conversation, you know, to 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 really listen to to right. what are their interests and their needs because, like you said, if you like basketball, I know we have someone in the team in the FRC navigation team that he loves basketball and just right. like shooting hoops. That's, that's his way of taking care of mental of his mental health. So, you know, all those little things, I think that's, that's just wonderful.
1: You know, and that, that, that's why the YMCA is so important. We, we don't, we're not just a gym or a weight room. We, we have pools, we have basketball, we have racquetball, we have tracks outside. We have uh, just, just, water aerobics, to land aerobics, to chair aerobics, to whatever it is. Plus we have weights and we have <laughs> treadmills and the whole nine yards. So we have it all. So I, I still a tagline from uh, El Paso Community College. We're a great place to start. And that's exactly because you could come into the YMCA and see what you love. We have spinning. If you want to start spinning and you want to go to these big classes or buy a peloton you know that's fine but don't buy a peloton until you know you love spinny right yeah you know because why are you doing that you know and and this is a great way for these individuals to have a free membership to find out what they love and then they can you know what we don't have adult ballet classes but that may be something we need to look into
0: yeah hey, yes you, you know
1: or maybe you Mariana, you could come and teach our ballet.
0: Oh, no. I wish I wish I could, but I need more practice. But definitely. Yeah, Um, I I see. I see a lot of people doing different little things. I mean, um, I know I had a close friend who, like you said, he was a skater and that's that was his way of exercising. And and there's just so many things right that we can do for physical health. And like you said, the why is just more than a gym. It's it's really a community. Uh, whenever I go there, I feel that sense of community. And and that's why I'm glad that our participants are able to get that taste of community and support. Um, now my next question, Bill would be motivation. That's,
3: that's, (laughs) Oh God, that's
0: a big one for me. Um, you know, what, what are the most effective um, motivational interventions for physical activity? Um, how do we maintain that, you know, that physical activity? How do we stay motivated, especially like we said, like I mentioned before, if you're dealing with a mental illness such as depression, having anxiety, PTSD, any, any, you know, any mental illness, how do you stay motivated throughout this process?
1: If I knew that, I'd be working out at my own YMCA. <laughs> I mean, and, 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 I, and I laugh about that, uh, you know, uh, but it, it's semi-true. You know, one thing I have not done, and, and, and I'll, I'll go back to all what I've said before, it's, it's find a group that I belong to that will hold me accountable. Mm-hmm. That's motivation. Uh, part of this is just driven inside and that you dedicate that time and that space we you know what? We all are busy, we all have things come up. You know why? It's too hot to walk outside. And believe me, it was eighty-three degrees at six o'clock this morning. It is too hot to walk outside. So we can come up with every excuse under the sun, mm-hmm. but we've got to lose the excuses and be committed to our health and be committed to what we need to improve ourselves. That's huge. And that's motivation. You know, I've seen I've seen people hang pictures up of themselves in the mirror. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, and my wife and I have done this. uh, We've taken a dry eraser marker and put our weight up on the mirror every Mm -hmm. week. And we track our weight by that. And so that's a motivation that we see every day up on our mirror on if, if we're gaining or losing the weight, which is only one, one aspect of, of health, of being active, you know, because muscle weighs more than fat. Right. And and so if you're getting muscle, you're going to gain a little bit of weight while you're losing that fat. We understand that, but it's, you know, that's why you take the measurements of the stomach and of your neck and of your thighs and your arms and things like that. That way you track when things shrink, when your clothes mm-hmm. start fitting better or start fitting looser. Those are motivations. Those are great motivations to where you can go buy new clothes. Hey, I'm I'm down a size. Let's go buy some new clothes. There's some self-motivation. So part of it's goals and setting those goals and not to wear. I'm going to work out every day this week. Don't set that goal. Mm-hmm. If you've not worked out, work out three days, work out for an hour, three days. And again, like I said, don't go out and try to kill yourself, but don't try to run a marathon tomorrow, but start working out. Then start signing up for runs which are also walks, which mm-hmm. we can be part of. And we see those people go with us and, and struggle with that. And we, we see other things going on in the community that we can really build ourselves up. So motivation stuff, that is probably the toughest part, uh, of trying just being active is, but it's, it's the belonging, it's the goals and it's making sure you love what you do.
0: Exactly. And I've always said that, um, I don't know. Life is made of little decisions. So, um, you know, whenever whenever I I start my workout and I feel I'm not going to lie to you like this, I, this Monday, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so tired. And I think it's the heat like I, I really do. I really think it's the heat because I'm just so tired but then I think to myself, OK, I just need to make this little decision. And then those little decisions are going to become the final goal. Right. And and it is. And that's like you said, like you said, with your son, the short term goals, uh, little steps. And that's how how you stay motivated. Just stay motivated for one day. Don't think about you know, the next day or, you know, the next week, just stay motivated for one day. And I I guess that works out for me. Um, And definitely the support system, like I said, you know, having my little um, family there who also joins those classes is just wonderful.
1: Um, You also have to reward yourself. Yeah, that's a big one. You know what? If you if you're in bed all day long and you walk around the block, reward yourself. Right. That's a goal. You started moving. Great job. Do something good for yourself. And that's something that's very personal, you know, mm-hmm. and, and very, you know, something that, you know, and then once you get to the next step, reward yourself, we are, you know what, we much rather have positive reinforcement than negative reinforcement.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of it is, it, it sounds very cliche because now we see it everywhere. I know in social media, I know my social media it's everywhere i see it but talking a little bit about self-love and self-care right um and well when you're taking care of your physical body of your physical health you know it's it's a self-care action and it's it's an action of self-love right and also the the word system comes from that so you know i i used to struggle with this a lot because sometimes my rewards was food. I was like, no, I just like did this whole workout and I just ate, but that's okay. Like I, it's okay I,
1: once in a while,
0: right? Yeah. That's okay. So not really like, again, not trying to, to stick in those boxes and, and really allow yourself to like flow with what your needs are. That's what I've learned in my own journey.
1: Absolutely.
0: So I know we 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 spoke earlier about, you know, um, August 3rd and the benefits that can have for anyone that was impacted directly or indirectly uh, by August 3rd. But if we can further expand on that, because I think that's, that's a very important topic right now, since we're getting close to August, like the two year mark of August 3rd. I know, you know, we're going to see in the news a lot of pictures of that day. You know, we're going to see a lot of you know, remembrance efforts. I know the FRC is going to, you know, take part of the remembrance right. efforts as well. Um, so why is it so important right now for people to take care of their physical uh, health as we getting close to the two-year mark?
1: You know, the YMCA, uh, if you look at our logo, it's always a triangle, spirit, mind, and body. We haven't talked about the spirit part that the YMCA and and the working out and the health and, uh, mm-hmm mind and body if you don't take care of all three sides of that triangle you're you're really really uh unbalanced you know monitoring what you're doing uh how much you're listening to the media what you're seeing mm-hmm. gosh how many of us has gotten away from the news in the last 2 years because mm-hmm. we got so tired of the politics or the covid or whatever the issue is i i've almost quit watching the news completely Just for the plain fact, it's just so negative. And people are happier when they're not watching the news just because of the negativity that's going on. Uh, But you know what? You got to start someplace. And you got to build a firm foundation of mental health. And and as as you say, self-love. And getting active is part of that foundation. So when something will rock your foundation, like the anniversary of August 3rd, and all that will come up, you go back to that foundation and you're stable. Mm -hmm. And that's so key to what we do, uh, what you do, what we do, what the other agencies are doing is forming that foundation for each and every one of the ones affected directly or indirectly. And that way we can go back. Every house is built on a foundation and you can watch in the news, tornadoes and what's left. It's the, foundation. the
0: foundation.
1: You never see that foundation taken up, do you? Mm-hmm. And and that's that's a huge story for what we need to do, what we need to teach. Really, the world is go back to our foundation. Mm-hmm. And if it's if it's you know your belief system, it's your God, it's your family, it's your connection, is that foundation.
0: Right. Whatever your your belief system, that's your right. foundation. I love that, Bill. Thank you so much for that. My next question would be, Bill, how can we prevent inactive style while being patient with ourselves and emotions and daily struggles? So how can we p- be patient with ourselves, with our process if we want to get started, but there, there are some days that we can't? How can we go about this process?
1: Just get up, get outside yourself. Uh, you know, we, we all struggle with some self-doubt. We all struggle with some depression throughout the years. Uh, and and we get so in our mind that we literally have to break that chain of thought.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, my first thing is volunteer someplace.
3: Okay.
1: That, that, my first thing is go out and help. I mean, we're right down the street from Kelly Memorial and uh, Tuesday through Saturday there's tons of people lined up to give a get food. What a great way that's exercise, that's up moving and you're helping somebody else then then get out and start doing something again, what you like uh, you you shared you had a animal. My daughter struggles with some mental health and she we had puppies, she got a puppy. she loves that puppy. I mean, oh my gosh, I, I roll my eyes and I you know, this this is crazy, but They go everywhere together and it's improved her so much. And they go out for walks because she's responsible for the dog. Mm. You mean you're getting exercise now, you know, and it's maybe it's not a dog. Maybe it's a, a, a baby that you have that you need to go out for a walk on with the baby. Maybe it's your mom or dad. Maybe it's your husband or wife or the kids. Go out and play with the kids. You know, we got day camp going on. And there's a million kids out there wanting to play. They've been housed. They've been cooped up in the house for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. They're ready to get out and play. So get out and play. You go play, whatever that is. You know, I love playing paintball. It's crazy. (laughs) I, you know, going back, being bruised, I'm sore, but I love playing paintball. I love playing basketball. Got to get out and do what you love. I love that. I
0: love that. Thank you so much, Bill. Now, as we're getting uh, close to the end of this interview, um, for anyone that's out there listening and they're like, yes, I want to start. Um, I want to get started with this journey. What are some of the services or ways that the YMCA can support anyone that they're ready to start their healing journey through physical activity?
1: You know, first off, contact your FRC or contact us directly. We'll, we'll fill out the forms and let us all help. With this whole situation, I think we've built a great collaboration of, of organizations and United Way and FRC that, you know, once you get into the system, you're never out. Uh, uh, but we want to help. Right. And we want to put you to where you need to go. You know, if it's mental health, if it's working out, if it's whatever you need, we want to be that resource for you. So let us help and start that process, fill out that form for, for us, uh, our, the gentleman, his name is George. Give us a call at five, three, two, nine, six, two, two, leave a message for George. He will meet you on the side of town that you want to go to. He will give you a tour. He'll help you fill out the paperwork and, and make sure you get somewhat connected in that facility so that you know what to wear because you know, that's an issue. You know, we gotta know what to wear when we go in. And you don't have to be, you know, you don't have to go to Dick Sports to go buy the biggest workout. T-shirt, shorts, and a pair of titty shoes worked for us Great. until you get going. There's a goal. You can pick out the better workout uniforms when you meet some goals that you set in your life. How's that for a goal? but let George help you get you acquainted with the YMCA. Then he'll sit there and call and make sure you are going and what, what he can do to help make sure that you continue with your goals.
0: Perfect. I love that. And Bill, what would you say to those individuals, as you know, will do, you know, going through the pandemic. So what would you say to those individuals who are still feeling hesitant to go into a public place to, in order to work out how they can still continue their journey, um, while being mindful of their worries for, for, um you know, for physical health as well, because, you know, the virus is still out there.
1: It is. It is. Uh, number one, get vaccinated. I'm sorry. I'm going to say get vaccinated. <laughs> you know, that's, I've been vaccinated. Uh, very proud of that fact. Get vaccinated. Uh, if you don't like the vaccine, we understand that. Uh, wear a mask. Social distance. We all know those issues to do, things like that. Uh, believe me, we've been trained on that, uh, join the, uh, when we do these workout classes, we have it on Facebook live on YMCA of El Paso. That's a great way to start. You could do it in your own living room or in your garage, wherever you want to do it at. That's a great place to start. Uh, if you walk out in your neighborhood, you don't need a YMCA membership and it's your neighborhood. So, you know, do it early morning, late evening. I say early morning because it's a little cooler in the morning. Uh, right. but, but do that, uh, you know, part of your health is working out part, and, and we've got to get back to whatever the new normal is in this mm-hmm. world today. Uh, and we are working, uh, hard and diligently to do online classes. And in the next, uh, few months, we're going to develop an online class where you, if you're a member of the Y, you could click it onto your computer uh, or smart TV and attend the class. And it's, it's not a recorded class. It's a live class. And that's, that's important to me because there's that connection and that belonging part of that class.
0: I love that. I love that. Well, thank you so much. Now, my final question um, and listeners out there already know that I'm going to ask this question. (laughs) Um, What would be a message of hope bill that you would like to give to our audience?
1: Today's a brand new day. Tomorrow's another new day. We mess up and we should celebrate in our failures. What do you mean by that? That's where we learn the lessons is when we fail. We don't learn lessons when we succeed. We learn lessons when we fail. Embrace failure. Embrace when you don't go to the gym because tomorrow you can go back to the gym. Don't work out double extra hard because you won't go back three days because you'll be sore. Love each other. You gotta love each other, respect each other. You know, uh, this world needs a whole lot more acceptance and love than they need anything else in this world. And be there for your neighbors. I can go on forever uh, because, you know, what I was—I say I was raised up in the old country, and what I mean by that, on our block, we knew everybody on our block. We took care of each other. We took care of everybody in our community. And folks, we need to get back to that nonprofits like the FRC and the YMCA and all the other wonderful programs like that. Let's take care of each other.
0: I love that. Well, thank you so much for your message, Bill. Thank you so much for this wonderful interview. We loved having you at United and resilient. Thank you so much.
1: Well, thank you guys. You know what? And enjoy the day, find something you love about every day and just focus on that.
0: Thank you so much, Bill. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening today. We hope this content serves you and your loved ones as well. If you enjoyed our podcast, please do not forget to subscribe and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at El Paso United FRC. To learn more about our commitment to the community's long-term recovery, please
3: join us on the next episode.